There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right, welcome back to the Dr. Light Show. My name is Josh. Hope everybody is doing well. Here with Jim Price. Jim, how are we? My doing name is today? Jim Price. I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Hey, whatever happened to the old Russia plane running into the drone? What happened? Uh, and by the way, drones that the U.S. military uses are not the ones that we use in our backyard to film the dog. Um, these are 30, 40, 80, 100 foot drones. These are big airplanes. <laughs> right. It's the MQ 9 Raptor. Um, which yeah. flies really slow, doesn't have a new reliability. I was talking to a buddy who actually flies these yesterday, <clears throat> and he says yeah. depending on the altitude, um, depends on the band of frequency they use to fly it. And he said uh-huh. if it's the KU band, um, then they have a delayed reactionary time, which means that if there's an incoming airplane collision, they wouldn't have time to react. Now, right. I also asked him about what he thought about this, and he said specifically exactly what I was thinking is that Russia didn't accidentally crash into the Reaper. <laughs> that this they Come they, on. they crashed into Come it on, on purpose to make it crash because they knew there was no U.S. Navy assets over there and they could easily right. recover it. That's um, actually a trick that ah. Iran used, and it's not, it wasn't carrying ordnance. We're here carrying, to pick up your trash. Your yeah. trash is in our sea. We will pick it up for you. We'll return it after we're done. Okay. Okay. But it, w- it wasn't good. carrying uh, ordnance. It was carrying intelligence because that's right, what they do. They right. reconnaissance drones. And yeah. so – and they had some very classified technology on board. And oh, if you were well. – if you had a potential enemy that was trying to push you in the war, wouldn't you want to learn all about their capabilities? Yeah. Mother Russia, I'll understand your technology. We'll, we'll bash into your plane in the air. We'll go kick – we'll pick it up out of the ocean. Everything is good. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> I don't know if that was good enough Russian for you or not, but uh, that's uh, guys the the uh, the games we play, right? Um, so it's like you know your neighbor. I don't know what would it be like. You want to know what your neighbor's doing, so you just wreck into his truck. Right. Hey man, I'll get it back to you later. <laughs> you know, it's like what are you doing? I don't understand that. No, you wreck but into his fine. truck when he's not home. All right, right. And I, hey, I had it towed off because I'm ahead. Hey, what do you got it. going on inside there? Oh, you're not home. Yeah, what's, oh, what's going oh, okay. on, man? Yeah, let me look at the turbo here. in there. Let me look at the turbo in the truck. Ooh, what's up? Mm, let me let I me peek in under the hood here, buddy. <laughs> what's what's your playlist? What is this, Madonna? Huh? What's going on? You got Madonna on your playlist? I don't understand. Hey, I saw you yeah, had a full tank of gas on that thing. You did. <laughs> you used to. <laughs> you did. <laughs> gas is pretty this is Biden's America. You used to have gas in that truck. <laughs> Oh, no, so did you hear uh, that? Um, yeah. Did you hear that Senator Lindsey Graham says that he believes that Ronald Reagan would start shooting down Russian jets after the U.S. drone was downed by the Russian jet yesterday? Right. He, he's trying to spark World War Three. Like, I mean, seriously, like, is he just a low intelligent human being, or yeah. is this guy completely funded by the war machine? He's a sock puppet. He's a sock puppet, man. He is a warmonger. But he does that warmonger light stuff, so it's the light beer of, you know, he's not a Budweiser or a Coors. He's not, he's not the banquet of beers. He's the, he's the light beer. Like, he's like bush light. 
He's a <laughs> little bush light. Wow, that was a good play on words. Yeah, bush light. The warmongers that we had, the father and the son, that sent a bunch of boys into the Middle East to roll over the central banking system into countries that had no business being in it. But, you know, I digress. What do I know? I mean, crazy. You know, that's fine. The bank, you know, banking. Why does this come back to money, Josh? Think about this. Everything we just referred to today is about manipulation of basically controlling assets, controlling money, 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 money. Money, root, the well, root of all evil is money. Jim, there is some great advice given to me by my father. For anybody out okay. in the western New York, Dan Reed, he, he had this great quote. And it was that money makes the world go around. Love, or sorry, love makes the world go around. Money lubricates it. Oh, <clears throat> nice. Kind of like Crisco used to lubricate uh, submarines. And that's that's, that's right. Uh, you put that on your eggs. It'll make you feel, feel better. It's, well, uh, it's but, but, he, but it's got what? a point, right? Is that right. money is what lubricates the the world mm-hmm. economies it's what uh, yeah. facilitates everything that happens within ingenuity innovation design right. it's that drive towards that that money which buys you back your time and your freedom and you know it's uh, it's an interesting topic these days with banks collapsing right. all over the time all over the place well the the bank the bankruptcy stuff with the bank okay how fast has this all been kind of coming apart, really? When you think about, like, um, this this whole thing is like, okay, we, we had the, the flipping of the bonds. We had the, mm. the, like I said yesterday, the whole debt clock thing. But think about, they're getting ready to roll in the CBDC, like, by the end of, what is it, the next, like, in the month or so here? Like, this is coming across, they're saying in, by July... Um, they're saying they're going to bring in the CBDCs no matter whether you like it or not. So, so that's well, how, the central bank this? digital currency. Yeah. So how about this? Federal Reserve Bank's rescue through the FDIC. Rescue. Okay. <laughs> so firstly, the FDIC is only funded to about $128 billion. With the two banks that just crashed, uh, Signature Bank and then um, Silicon Valley Bank, mm-hmm. the total liabilities there that the FDIC will have to pay out is well over – double that amount 240 billion so the the fdic doesn't have that money so the only way that they can pay back that money to insure those depositors is to print new money so the federal reserve banks rescue could inject two trillion of liquidity raising inflation inflation concern so this is just absurd Uh, jp morgan chase predicts that the federal reserve's emergency lending program to bolster stress banks could inject as much right. as $2 trillion into the U.S. banking system, with some analysts raising yeah. concerns that the program could fuel inflation or boost moral hazard. Following the abrupt failures of Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank, the Federal Reserve rolled out an emergency funding mechanism called the Bank Term Funding Program to ensure banks ample um, have ample access to meet cash for the depositors' demands. The uses of the Fed's Bank Term Funding Program is likely the big J.P. Morgan, is big, J.P. Morgan strategist wrote. The strategist said that the maximum usage for the emergency lending facility is close to $2 trillion. They said it would be able to provide the U.S. banking system with enough funds to reduce reserve scarcity and reserve the central bank's recent tightening of financial conditions. This is absolutely garbage. So here's the problem. Yeah. Is these banks are but, still upside down on their so-called assets, their 10-year T-bills. Right. Okay? Right. So yeah. if you print more money... You don't solve inflation. 
you increase inflation, which means that those T-bills are going to devalue because the new bills be – so basically the idea is that the new T-bills being generated are paying out 5 or 6% interest. Why am I going to buy a T-bill worth 0% interest from three years ago <laughs> when I can buy a brand new one worth 5% interest? Nobody's going to buy it. So it's junk debt. So if it's junk debt, by doing this, they're going to exasperate the situation. Now, think about this. Okay, so I was a kid. Uh, I liked to put in – if I got cherry Kool-Aid, I put two cherry Kool-Aid packs in and then I put the – whatever, two cups of sugar, and I put my gallon of water in there, and I stirred it around. Now, I like my Kool-Aid strong, okay? Mm -hmm. I like to have that flavor coming in. Now, what you just told me is I'm not going to put my two cherry packs of Kool-Aid in the water. I'm only going to put one in there, but then you're going to dilute it by two gallons of water. So the problem mm. is, is all you're doing is just watering everybody's money down. Everybody's money is becoming absolutely purposely worthless and if you can't i mean this this is again i know we beat this silver and gold and brass thing but i don't know how else we're gonna recover out of this the cbdc thing i don't the central bank digital currency thing that's not going to change and unless they somehow pull a bunch of money out of the market which then that means people how do you reimburse people when you pull money out of the market unless you're just going to replace it one for one do you see how this exactly. is this fallacy of running to the digital currency really doesn't fix it? It, it doesn't. And even in putting the higher interest rates into the economy, trying to pull money out of the economy through higher rates. Well, that means that you're paying higher rates to your bonds, which means you're really at a net zero. You're pulling more money out of the average person. But in reality, you're you're paying that rate in the bond market. So you're not making any money by pulling money out of the market or creating inflation. Did you, well, I don't. I don't. I don't know if I explained that right. That, that that's that's a well, real thing. You are. It, it's it's a rough analogy for people to get through. Um, right. But there's also this: is if anybody watched Glenn Beck's special on this last night, he showed a special graph. This graph is of uh, basically the Federal Reserve's profit and loss summary. So mm -hmm. every quarter, the Federal Reserve goes out there and says, hey, this is what we sold, this is what we raised, and, and, and this is what we paid back, and this type of stuff. And they take the surplus, and they send it over to the Treasury to pay against the deficit. Last quarter, mm -hmm. it was mm -hmm. negative $41 billion. <laughs> um, just, that, that's, not, that's not good, okay? Josh, that, that's not how do we good. You know what that means is that means they had to buy $41 billion of their own bonds because nobody was buying them. Wait, help me. How do I buy my own? Okay, I got, I got Jim Price money, and then I got Jim Price like debt, and I'm going to go buy Jim Price debt with Jim Price money. I don't – doesn't make – this is – the circle of this does not compute. I mean does not – how do you balance sheet this thing? Well, let, let's talk about it when we get back. We'll be right back with our Dark Light Show. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. 
They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. Tired of supporting Big Pharma? At HoneyColony.com, we understand the importance of choosing products that reflect your beliefs. That's why we offer a wide range of natural and organic products that are good for you and good for the environment. From pure honey supplements, skincare, colloidal silver healers to immune defense, our products are all carefully selected to ensure the highest quality and purity. And when you shop with us, you can trust that we're a company that cares. We don't just stop at offering pure, naturally sourced products. We also prioritize sustainability. Our products are sourced from responsible responsible, environmentally conscious sources, and provide chemical-free options for you and your family. Visit us at redpills.tv forward slash honey and shop today. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Hey, Josh, I got a plan. I'm going to take my money and Mm -hmm. I'm going to buy my debt with it. And I'm going to tell everybody I'm just fine. So, so it, it's an interesting concept, isn't it? It's called. If I do that, that's called fraud. But no, if no, actually, it, it's not. Called... Did you know you can actually do that? What? So this is how it works. Let's say that you default on debt with like Wells Fargo. They send it to a third party to collect on it. Right. That third party buys that debt at pennies on the dollar and then tries to resell it back to you at a profit. All you would have to do is go in there and buy back your own debt for pennies on the dollar and then just cancel the debt. No way. Yeah. But see, this is created by the fractional reserve banking system. So, so basically the way that it works is, hey, we need to, uh, we need to print a trillion dollars. Oh, sure, uh-huh. sure. Uh, you, you need to sell some bonds to get that trillion dollars. Oh, yep, yep, yep. We got, we got buyers. We got buyers lined up. Oh, great. Oh, uh, yeah, we who, do. Who, who are the buyers? Uh, well, we are. Oh well, <laughs> well how are you gonna buy? How, how are you gonna buy the bonds? Oh, with some money that we printed up last cycle. <laughs> like, mm. wait, wait a minute here. <laughs> that's called kiting checks, if I remember right. That's I how know. You that's called Isn't check that fraud. Money? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> come on, people. <laughs> you know, and this happened hey. a lot during COVID. That the Federal Reserve is going out there and they were buying up not only their own debt, they were buying up corporate debt. Really. Yeah, they hey, were pumping money well, in to want, buy up corporate debt. Why don't you just do that for me? I mean, I'm okay with that. I mean, am I on a list that says I did not want them to buy me buy out my debt and forgive it? Did I 
I want to be on that list. How do you get on the list? Is there a list? It's like the Black Eyes Club or something, or what do you well, have to do? You just have to sell your soul, or you know, it kind of brings relevance it. now to what the uh, the liberals are talking about about canceling student loan debt. You know, what they should do is they should just give the student loan debt to the Federal Reserve, and they'll take care of it. <laughs> it is. And it's like from the uh, South Park episode. And we have your money in here, and, and, it's, and gone. it's gone. <laughs> and <laughs> it's gone. What do you mean it's gone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gone. I just gave you $100. What, what do you mean it's gone? <laughs> yeah, it's gone already. Oh, no. Well, and your investments didn't do too well. It's It's gone. Thank you, Mr. Marshall. Hell, Transfer that money over to your son's account, and it's gone. <laughs> well, and that was—I mean—that was a South Park episode. What ten years ago? Yeah, I just played it Something on the again? show the other night. Yeah, that's not like a just one they just did recently. Oh what my a, goodness! You know okay. that's a uh, good. Well, go Carl Icahn. Do you know who Carl Icahn is? Oh no, I don't. Maybe refresh my memory. So Carl Icahn is a massive billionaire. Uh, economist, He has an iconic name. He has an iconic name. Uh, <laughs> American financier, controlling shareholder of Icon Enterprises, public company, diversified conglomerate holding company. Um, he, is, uh, he was special advisor to the president on regulatory reform under Donald Trump. Okay, mm-hmm. friends with Donald Trump. Uh, he's worth about 17 to 20 billion dollars. That's Carl okay. Icahn. Carl Icahn came out this week and said, our system is breaking down. We absolutely have a major problem in our economy today. Wow. And he said for people to get prepared that we are heading into possibly a depression. Depression? What we, well, what know, we, it, I thought we were... My decorations for, uh, for, sorry, I couldn't even tell well, the joke without laughing. Uh, yeah, depression. I thought my Christmas decorations are still up. <laughs> I thought I saw my recession decorations. What do you mean we're in depression? <laughs> what are you talking about oh, depression? My man. Christmas decorations are still up. Um, <laughs> but he's not the only one. That That's the right. scary thing. Uh, Stephen Moore, former Trump White House advisor and chief economist at FreedomWorks, has weighed in on the SVB collapse. He said that uh, the banking system is sound, but I do think you have a lot of major banks that are in some trouble. And SVB mm-hmm. and Silicon Valley Bank might just be the tip of the iceberg. Wow. Well, and how could it not be that, guys? I mean, think about how fast they move. And I actually did a show earlier today on Brighton TV. I was filling in for somebody. And I said, guys, listen, the reason they came in so fast to save SVB is a couple different reasons. One, because all their buddies, all their tech buddies who've been covering their butt for so long with the, uh, you know, the Hunter Biden laptop and all this other stuff, they've been, <clears throat> they've been, they've been doing all this, you know, carrying water for the government. Right. And so then the corporations are involved, the techs involved, we got to hurry up and cover their, their bank losses. But the problem with that is, is I think this would have been the gateway to so many other uh, levels of the corruption, including what we've already found with the black lives matter. I mean, we're talking about $84 billion has been given to Black Lives Matter by SVB and other corporations and other banks for the last three years. $84 billion. Now, if that's not money laundering, I don't know what is. This is all right in front of our face, and I think they did this to hurry up and cover it up. So you're like, oh, we, we had the slush fund. Remember the slush fund we had? Okay, guys, 
We'll just cover those debts real quick. All right, well, we got this. So, I mean, the Federal Reserve has a slush fund. Where is this? What what slush fund are you talking about from bank fees that you had that had that many billions of dollars just laying around? What, $100 billion or so in assets that they had to cover overnight? Yeah. And none of this makes sense, but I think all of this is them trying to cover their tail. Uh, we're, I think the, the their little game uh, well, of money laundering and stuff is coming up. Go back to oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. Yep, and absolutely. so for people who don't understand what we're saying here, because they're like, 82 billion, really, guys? Like, 82 billion? Ooh, yep. Yeah. Claremont Institute Center for the American Way of Life explained uh, their report that was published in Newsweek. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, the causes received an astounding $82.9 billion from corporations. The center explained that the BLM <laughs> pressure campaigns, harassment, and moral blackmail um, also amounted to possibly the most lucrative shakedown of corporate America in history. As a point of and reference, they only bought 82... like a four million dollar house. What did they do with all the other billions? Well, that's that's the key. Is I guarantee uh-huh. you, they're not on the books. Uh, the point of reference: eighty two point nine billion is more than the GDP of forty six African countries. <laughs> Ford Motor Company's profits were $23 billion in 2022. The sum of $82.9 billion, and by the way, it's a nonprofit, million, uh, $82.9 million includes more than uh, billion, includes more than $123 million to the BLM parent organization directly. The list reveals the popular mm-hmm. corporations from a wide range of industries supplied the movement of large sums of money. Walmart, for example, which is based in Arkansas, gave a whopping $100 million in support for BLM and related causes on racial equity. Amazon gave but more. But there were some places that gave a billion. Yeah. Here's the thing. is Why aren't they divvying out retribution? The, no, some of these corporations gave like a billion dollars to Black Lives Matter. Not like right, a but, million. So why isn't Black billion. Lives Matter going out there? And, and uplifting black communities in yeah. these cities. Parks, Eighty-two point. I mean, bi- yeah. Education, 80. clothes. I mean, yeah. paying electric bills, turning the water back on. You know, fi- you know, fixing a flat tire. I mean, there's all kind. What can you, you can do a lot? I'm I'm gonna I'm go out on a limb here, Josh. I'm gonna go out on a limb, and I'm gonna say I can do a lot of things with eighty-two billion dollars. <laughs> I can well, make a lot of. Do, do you remember? With that much do you money. remember last year? Okay. Uh-huh. Last year, um, one of the top liberal pundits came out and told Elon Musk that if he took the money that he was going to use to buy Twitter, he could feed um, all of Africa. Oh, yeah. Remember yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. You remember this? Uh, yeah, Guess what? This that was half this amount, amount of money. That was half this <laughs> amount of money. BlackRock put up $810 million towards BLM. Yeah. And Nothing you know what they get for that, that $810 million? What's that? They get a tax write-off. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Mm. They get to write that off on their bottom line. But then it comes right back to them, I'm sure, and the fact that they didn't attack. How about if we go out and find what BlackRock assets there was and then what BlackRock assets actually flourished during the BLM riots and which ones were never attacked during the BLM riots? Mm. I bet you that list is exact. I bet you there's an exact uh, replica of Profit those that profited credit. from it. Yep. yep. And then those that never were attacked, like the physical stores and those kind of things were never attacked because BlackRock was not in ownership. Oh, well, oh, oh, it, it was – oh, it was mafia money. It was protection money. It's, it's protect. Hey, <laughs> you slide me this money, I won't burn your place down. <laughs> well, but you have to go deeper because this was not just BLM. This is BLM and associated organizations. 
And so right, you're right. talking about hundreds of organizations that are subsidiary to BLM. But right. $83.5 billion is an, an enormous sum of money. And the question is, is where is that money? Th- this is just like the question I asked yesterday. Where's the Silicon bank Valley Bank? Well, yeah, I, I, bet it, I guarantee you it wasn't at Silicon Valley Bank. Um, you think but, it's J.P. Morgan? Probably. But, but here's, they're, the big one. they're the ones that went and bought the assets up for SVB. Think about that. Right. They bought up SVB assets. So that must mean that, that, that mo- there's, I bet you that's where we find the money. Well, mm. so this is the question I asked. You remember SVB yeah. and Signature Bank collapsed. Right. So who was betting against them that got all that money <gasps> that they lost? Who shorted them? Who shorted them? Oh, who yeah. shorted? Who shorted them? Oh my! Oh, not wow. only who shorted them is yeah they put all their money into bonds and stuff like that, right? Right. Okay, who shorted those bonds to take the other side of it? Just like they short silver. That's right. Somebody's on the other side. It's a short squeeze oh. on bonds. <clears throat> oh. All right, we'll be back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. And I didn't want to make this whole show about the mm-hmm. economy, but we might. So here, <laughs> here's another part that people aren't thinking about, Jim. Mm-hmm. Pension funds lose millions in SVB fiasco. Several yeah. pension funds in the U.S. and at least two overseas have lost millions of dollars due to the investments in Silicon Valley Bank and other bank stocks. Institutions such as the California Public Employees Retirement Fund, the California State Teachers Retirement Fund, Korea's National Pension Service, and Sweden's Electa Pension Fund had reportedly invested in the tech and startup-focused bank. Korea? Yes. Korea for some in- reason, Korea is there. Um, mm. But yeah. This is one thing that you also have to realize is that Mm. the companies that do business with these banks and the banks themselves are held by the majority of pension funds. Right. Now, who put them into those assets? I mean, because pension funds don't go out there. They don't get a guy like, I think Silicon Valley Bank's a good investment. I'm going to just put my money over here. No, no, no. They use fund managers. And one of the primary pension fund managers out there, are you ready for it? Drum roll, please. BlackRock. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, BlackRock. You, You guys are bad guys. You guys aren't good. And Larry Fink, the, the, the chairman of BlackRock, just yesterday, you know what he said? Mm-hmm. He uh, said uh, he said that uh, we're on the brink of a major economic disaster in this world. <laughs> sir, yeah. sir, Larry sir, Fink, what do you, you, mean? you couldn't possibly sir. know that. Uh, yeah, well, how many trillions do they have under management? What is it? They, it's so, trillions, right? They have about $7 trillion of assets under management, but mm-hmm. their software, which is proprietary and utilized by all, every financial institution on the planet, oversees about $120 trillion in assets. Oh, um, now, think funny. about this. Is their software, which is proprietary, which they have direct access to, can see the movement of all assets. Oh. 
Yeah. Before so they, they the move on the market. Of everything. Right. Hence why they uh, did so well, because they were a software company that turned into an investment company. Because <laughs> we happen to be able to see everybody's balance, everybody's books, who's <laughs> buying what, who's moving money, who's going offshore with their money, who's coming back with it. But isn't this a lot of this? So think, when you think about when interest rates start going up, people start with large corporations and people with a large amount of wealth, wells and those kind of things, they take their money to other markets that are safer, right? So if you see that the U.S. market's going to start tumbling and going into these 5 and 6 7% interest rates, the Fed, these people are going to want to move their money other in other places. So you see money migrating out of America. So how much money has been migrated out of America to other safe holdings or into just gold or silver like we've talked about? Well, <clears throat> the, the, so I, I've been an investor for quite a few years, all right? Mm-hmm. And there's one word, one word, okay? And it doesn't matter if you're <clears throat> a high-risk investor or very low or moderate-risk investor. There is one word that that aligns with every single investment type. And it doesn't matter if you're a large financial institution or if you're the dude putting $100 a month in, okay? Mm-hmm. Are you ready for that one word? Do you know what that one word is, Jim? I'm waiting. Bated breath. Do it. Diversify. Oh, all right. Diversify. And? Don't put all of your eggs in one basket. Right. And these banks. If you fall down on the way back from the hen house, you crack all your eggs, you got nothing. That's right. And these banks put all their money in one basket. And they're not the That's only great. banks that did. Many of the other banks put their money in the one basket. But I, I, like I said, if anybody listened to Alex Jones the other day or Glenn Beck, they both said the same exact thing that I'm saying. Is this isn't about um, bad debt on these banks. This is about centralizing the banking system to the top six big banks. That's what this is right. about. Yeah. These banks took the bait. Now they're going to pay the price. They're going to get gobbled up by these bigger banks, which we already see J.P. Morgan Chase moving in to buy uh, First Republic, which is collapsing today. Okay, right. They're going to get bought up, and there's going to be six banks. Now, why is that important? Because these six banks are the six banks that took part in the the beta run of CBDCs last year with the Federal Reserve. Mm. They already had the infrastructure all set up. So they convert all their assets to CBDCs, and then basically you inherently have to as well because that's what they've placed their currency into, correct? That's it. Is that what we're doing? Concentration of power. Uh, the Washington, uh, the New York Post put out uh, Treasury gives House GOP access to the Biden family suspicious activities report. And that's uh, – remember, you're talking about you know moving your money around. Don't take out more than $9,999 because you go on a suspicious withdrawal report, suspicious activity report. Well, the Bidens have been doing this for so long. The family's so involved in it with it. It's uh, it's a story that came out a couple of days ago, but nobody was talking about it. The fact that this this crime family called the Bidens, which I don't, Josh, I, I how does how are they being led by this dollar, this potato? How is that possible? This guy is not a genius. If you said that Elon Musk was doing it, I could get it because he's got the mental capacity to pull off some you know multiplication problems. But I don't understand how this guy has been so, you know, devious. <laughs> like, this is the crime family of the century? This is it? Or is he just the one that's going to take the fall for all this? Well, do you remember pre-2016, right. it was the Clinton crime family? Right. Because the Clintons were doing exactly this. 
<laughs> and now it's the Biden crime family. Right. Um, you know what we can just say, Jim, is that they're all crime families. Oh, yeah. It's all the same family. Yeah, it's all the same family. That's fine. I don't know. It just – and why do we – okay, obviously it's the two-tier system, the inability to prosecute the DOJ. Um, those are the real issues we're, we're facing. I don't know. I don't know how else to put it. That's sad. Absolutely sad. Because, you know, like I said, either you want to, you or I, you know, or somebody we knew was, you know, they were going to go, quote, unquote, you know, kite some checks or they were going to go and do something. I mean, they, they'd be raiding your house in a minute. But they, the Bidens get to negotiate when the FBI comes into the house. Like, how does that? What? Eh, that doesn't matter. Anyway. No, it's driving me crazy, bro. It's driving me yep. crazy. Driving me, driving me crazy. Yeah. Crazy. What? Uh, <laughs> well, and that's why you need to stick to radio. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. No. So banks hey, are hiding. Do... A... Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Jim. I, no, I, I yeah, yeah banks are hiding what? No, banks I was going to say we were talking crimes. But... <laughs> right. Did you hear about this? Uh, this attorney general in Puerto Rico or the the U.S. Virgin Islands who was just fired? Mm. Okay. No. So. The attorney – so you heard about how um, J.P. Morgan Chase was uh-huh. subpoenaed in the Jeffrey Epstein case. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. The attorney general who did that was just fired by the governor. What? For doing his job? For doing her job. Because – you're ready for this? She didn't notify the governor before she put out the subpoena. <laughs> It's not her job to do. It's that. not her job to notify the governor. The governor doesn't need to know about this. She needs to just well, do her job. Yeah, you don't tell everybody. You don't go call up the New York Post. Hey, I'm going to subpoena for this. So just let you know what I'm doing tomorrow at four o'clock. Yeah, that's it, not how subpoenas work. Tell me you're involved in some crime without telling me you're involved in some crime. Mm. You remember Whatever when you Joe Biden Rico. went to Ukraine and said uh, to. Uh, uh, Yanovic, that uh, you're not going to get that billion dollars in USAID unless you fire that prosecutor, Shokin. And Yanovic's oh. like, what are you talking Poroshenko's like, what are you talking about? I'll, th- you're not the president. He goes, want me to call him? Bet. And sure enough, <laughs> that SOB was fired by the middle of the night. That's what uh-huh. literally just happened in, in the Virgin Islands. Wow. Now, this is a this is a real problem. I mean, first of all, the, I mean, you said Puerto Rico. I was not thinking of the, you know, the, the most Well, it was Virgin Islands, not Earth. Puerto Rico. Yeah. Um, but, like, wow. I mean, don't tell on yourself, really. I mean, you couldn't have, like, said, well, due to, uh, you know, the scandal of uh, blah, blah, blah. No, you just come out and fire him. That's so blatant. I mean, it's it's uh, that's causes a red flag right there. So, I mean, but who's going to pick up the mantle? And run with this. Who's going to actually say, you know what? No, that's not. We're not going to allow this to happen. We're going to move forward in a different. You know, we're going to keep moving forward. Who's going to do that, right? I don't think. Who's got the guts for it? There's who's a lot got more the out there. Guts for it. Who's hey, got have you heard from uh, Fetterman? I know you guys were text buddies. You guys, sent, you know, Snapchat back and forth. Have you heard from Fetterman over there in Pennsylvania? Uh, the last thing I heard from him was uh, a, a loud shout out for brains. <laughs> Um, no, apparently he's going to be out of the hospital in, in the next two weeks because, um, really? you know, he's suffering from depression. And so he had to right. go into the hospital because he can't keep up with the stresses of just being on the job for one month. Me being a senator, I mean, I could see how that could really depress me that 
I'm getting paid $180,000 to do nothing and have full medical benefits and an entourage. Wow, my depression really kicked in right about there. What are you talking about? Where's his wife? Where's well, wifey? she went to her trip to Canada when he went to the hospital, you know, and um, doing some other things. Uh, she's now a firefighter rescuing people. Oh, wow, she's pretty busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's How do you have... time of her life. How do you, you, you know what's going to happen, too? Is what's when this? he's removed from office, the governor's going to replace him with her. Oh, I thought about that as soon as you asked. The start, yeah. Oh, she's going to be a senator. Yep. Mm, that's great. Well, I got to pick up my where my husband left off. He was such a leader, and he's laying in state in the rotunda. I mean, what do you? <laughs> how how do you lose all that weight, too? By the way, have you noticed that? I mean, I don't know what his diet regimen. Maybe he's on Subway. Maybe him and uh, oh, too soon. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the Subway guy. That didn't age well, did it? Nope. All right, we'll be back with more Dark Light Show after this. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. And Jim, you know, we can't have these yeah. conversations without really, you know, putting Dr. Kirk Elliott out there. He's with us every Wednesday. Um, yeah. 
Dr. Kirk Elliott, guys, if you if you need gold and silver, you want gold and silver, you want to diversify your investments, you want to get in your IRAs, you want to transfer them over. If you got a 401k uh, that's not managed, you want to transfer that over. Or if you want to take that 401k that's actively managed and, and take a loan or cash out or anything like this, you can talk about your financial options with Dr. Kirk Elliott and his team. That phone number is 720-605-3900. Let him know that uh, Josh from the Dark Delight Show is the one that sent you. Red Pill Project. Mention that. And, uh, you know, go to that website, getgoldtoday.com, getgoldtoday.com, and you can scroll down, fill out that form, and uh, they're going to get you taken care of, I I assure you, and they're going to explain to you exactly what's happening right now. Janet Yellen actually just came out today and was worried that credit could become more expensive. Uh, well, well, yeah, that's, that's usually what happens when the rates rise is credit becomes more expensive. Right. Yeah, that's, but it doesn't, it doesn't help anybody on the bottom end. I mean, literally. And the thing is, is that it really does squeeze even the top end because eventually they're going to, they're going to be paying more servicing fees on money as well. And it just crushes everybody because even though we all talk about, you know, our taxes, we pay taxes. We still know that the top 1% pays, what, 90% of all the taxes that are in, brought into the federal government? I mean, we got to realize that, you know, this, this is going to be a ripple effect. It may not be affecting somebody at the top end now, but it's going to. And as much as they're trying to hedge their bets to put themselves on the right side of all these things, it will come after them. And they're going to have to figure something out. Yep. I don't know. 100%. And much. I'm telling you right now. We are in a very, very dire situation. The federal government is sitting here telling you that, hey, man, everything's hunky-dory. Everything's going to be okay. You know, don't worry. Oh, the banks are strong as ever. And, and jobs, oh, the job market is booming. This comes from the same administration in July of 2022. Okay. Came out and said, we created one million new jobs. One million new jobs. Yay, us. And pat themselves on the back and threw out bonuses mm-hmm. all over the place. Right? And then uh, the the New York or the Pennsylvania Fed came out and said, "Hey, these numbers don't look right." And they're like, "No, they're right." The Fed said, "No, oh, no, yeah. no, these numbers don't look right." And they're like, "Nope, nope, they're all right." They're like, "Well, hold on, let's look at these because there's numbers out there that don't lie." And they go, um, "Actually, actually, you only created ten thousand jobs, and they were part time jobs at like baristas." Well, <laughs> well, that's not right. So you're off by nine hundred and ninety thousand. And guess what? You right. know what Joe Biden says today? We created one million new jobs. He still adds that number in there, even though it was one big lie. Wow. And then, though that's, again, it's what, what didn't uh, Hillary and Hillary, uh, uh, Pelosi and Obama both all said this. You know, you just keep saying the same lie. You flood, flood this, to- this town square with a lie and it'll become a reality. Uh, people believe this stuff. And, I, and, again, I've talked to you guys about putting your energy behind something. You put your energy behind that reality. You put your energy behind those things. You're going to find out that it's, it's absolutely what will come real. And uh, if you want to believe the come, you know, we're going to go to a different economy that has silver and gold as a, a backed currency and that kind of thing. Then that's what we'll go to. If you say, well, it's whatever the bankers decide, whatever Joey tells me, I'll go with that. That's what your reality will be. And you can create a difference in yourself. You don't have to. You don't have to listen to these guys and just, cow, oh, come on, folks, don't do it. Just be better than that. But anyway, uh, let's see. The uh, Massachusetts governor seeks to allocate two twenty-eight million dollars to implement policy allowing illegal immigrants to get a driver's license. What? 
Well, they just passed that law here in Minnesota. Illegal immigrants can now get driver's licenses. And you know what? Here, here, here's my take on this. You ready? You ready for this? Okay. All right. I'm listening. Let them get driver's licenses. Seriously, let illegal okay. immigrants get driver's license. Okay. Right. Seriously, let them get it. You want to know why? What's that? Firstly, ninety-five percent of them won't get them. Well, it's true. Because they're illegal. <laughs> they don't want you knowing where they live. <laughs> um, number two. Right. The ones that do, once Trump gets back in the office, guess what they have to do? Ooh, just pull the records. The yeah, just pull up the records. But not only that is like let let's say that they go out there and get a driver's license. And look, I'm not I'm I'm being the devil's advocate here. Let's say they go out right. there and get a driver's license, okay? Okay. Now the government can actually do a background check on these people. They oh, can see yeah. who these people are, you know, they can do um different felony checks and all these types of things on these people. The government's okay? here to help you. Well, I, I mean, in actuality, if you're going to have an inflow of illegal immigrants under Democrats, you might as well give them a, a driver's license. That way, when they're filing out the form for a driver's license, you can do a felony check and call the police if they're wanted. I mean, yeah, at least we still have that true. decency in this country. And then when Trump comes in, we know where they all live. It, it's really that well, we easy. We can't call them undocumented anymore, Josh. You're taking that away from me. They're going to be documented immigrants. We can call them unnaturalized <laughs> Citizens. Unnaturalized. <laughs> nice. Unnaturalized. You weren't born here. You're not part of us. We are different than you. Go away. Yeah, I don't know. Um... Well, listen, I don't agree with it, but you know what? If they're going to drive, that they're going to be on the road, you might as well get them into the system. And they're not going anywhere. They're not leaving anytime soon under the Biden administration. Okay? Right. So they might as well play by the same rules that everybody else plays by. That, that's at least my thoughts on it. Goldman Sachs slashes its U.S. GDP forecast. Uh-oh. Boost U.S. recession odds. That's just out. That's on so, uh, Gateway Pundit. Do you know what's going to happen at the end of this quarter if GDP has decreased? <sighs> the power goes out. Yeah. My heart stops beating. Everybody loses. Everybody loses. There's not going to be any winners in this. I mean, those of us that have tried to prepare with gold and silver and do certain things. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna fare well, but this is not this is not the ramp to success on this. Well, hold on, Recent hold on. News flows. You said what? nobody benefits from this, well. Jim. When money moves, it doesn't just disappear like like SVB. Like, oh my God, they lost all that money. No, 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 no. Someone someone gained that money. Um, FTX. Oh, my God, they lost $100 billion of people's funds. No, 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 no. Someone bet against them and won. That's what people right. aren't seeing here. Oh, the sh- people shorten this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Silicon Valley Bank collapsed Friday, marked the second largest bank failure in the United States behind only Washington Mutual during the Great Recession. Wow. Signature Bank uh, demise on the third largest bank failure in history. I don't know, buddy. I mean, we, we talked about this what, a couple weeks ago. I mean, we were saying, you know, we're here at the top of the uh, the big hill on the roller coaster, and we're like, "Hey, man, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I want off. Let me off of this thing." And we're all kind of belted in because we get to do it together. I don't know. Yep. Yeah. And well, the GDP uh, release schedule. So hold on, I want to yeah, put ahead. this out there: March twenty third. 
So March 30th, March 23rd, 29th, and 30th. So before that time, you're about to see some crazy stuff happen. Unless it's my son's birthday, March 23rd. That's my brother's birthday. Happy Mm. birthday, Jeremy. March 23rd. Jimmy. There we go. Well, we got those out of the way. Can't say he forgot his birthday this year. That's right. Absolutely. Well, well, be be mindful, folks. I mean, that, I mean, here, come together, come together. Know your friends, know your buddies. You know, play play end of days. <laughs> you know, talk it out. You know, talk it out now before things really get bad. And that's what we're doing, I think, isn't it? We're just trying to talk this out so you guys normalize the conversation. We don't have to. We don't have to be victims. Don't have to be a victim. Buy gold and silver and buy cryptocurrency after the dip. Cryptocurrency is going to go down about 30 to 40% in the next month and a half, two months. When it does, buy Bitcoin. And if you need help yep. on that, if you want to understand that, go to socialredpill.com, scroll down to the bottom, and there's a subscription to join my crypto mastermind. And I'll guide you through it. I also do consulting on this, so you can contact me over there. Much love, respect, God bless you. Thank you so much, Jim Price. We'll see you guys tomorrow. We'll see you guys.